Hello, this is Len Tengis welcoming you to the iPodcast AGCMO Weekly Podcast. In each episode, we'll feature information about a contractor, specialty contractor, supplier, contracting agency, owner, or legislative or regulatory issue pertinent to the construction industry in Missouri. We'll feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up to date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Welcome back to iPodcast AGCMO. Our guest today is from the Missouri Department of Higher Education and Workforce Development, the Office of Workforce Development, and the professional I have on the line is Jerry Bowles and Jerry is in charge of customer support. She is the customer support manager for the Missouri Job Center out of that Missouri Department of Higher Ed and Workforce Development. Jerry, thanks for being with us today. Sure, I'm so happy to be here, Lynn. So Jerry, tell me what does the customer support manager do and how did you get to this job? Oh well, wow. that is a that is a big question. The customer support manager, I oversee our current case management system in Labor Exchange, which is MoJobs. Um, but I'm also looking for new technology. We want to enhance the customer experience. So currently, I'm working on a couple of RFPs, requests for proposal to go out mid-year for new technology. I'm also working on some projects with some other state agencies to build a youth talent pipeline and work with justice-involved individuals. As far as how I got here, I went into the job center I was on unemployment back in 2016 for a a required appointment. With employment security, you have a required appointment that you have to go to the job center. Mm -hmm. And I'd never been to the job center. Like my whole life I've lived in this area and never been in a job center. And I go in and they tell me about this job opportunity. So I worked for a partner agency. It was a summer job. And then I got hired on as a workforce specialist in the job center, working with employers, working with job seekers. And I just got into, like, how can I best know this system? How can I best know these programs so I can offer anybody that walks through the door the best, you know, all the opportunities that's available to them that they would qualify for. And I just continued, like, when opening, I I applied and became the supervisor, and then I was brought over to train people on how to use jobs, and then I moved up to the lead over the customer support unit. And then last June... I graduated from Missouri Leadership Academy that's offered by the governor's office in July, and I was offered a position as a manager here. I'm just very blessed. I work for a great team of people that are passionate about serving Missourians, and I couldn't ask for a better job. And so you've seen this from both sides of the desk. You saw it from the side of an applicant, and now you're seeing it from the side of a service provider. Yes, and I will tell you, in my my former life, I actually was in charge of hiring people to run a commercial kitchen, and, and I know the, the strain and stress that employers feel in finding qualified applicants, so it's kind of a perfect storm. Jerry, I would imagine that a lot of people listening to this really aren't aware of what the Missouri Department of Higher Education Workforce Development does for their business, and I think this is specifically... What I'd like to focus on is not so much folks who are looking for employment as much as 
people who are looking for employees. The need for workforce and the need for workers has never been higher in my experience. And any resource that they can take advantage of is super important. And I think you have a resource that could help them. And I'd love to hear you describe what you do to help employers. Sure, I'd love to talk about it. So we want employers to know that while we know that there are other systems out there that you can use, we know Indeed's out there and we know Monster's out there, we also have a great labor exchange system. And the one difference from those other services is that we offer one-on-one assistance. An employer can create an account in MoJobs and do everything for themselves, or they can work with one of our job centers, and we can do all the work for you. We can create your account. We can enter your job orders. We can work your job orders. And when I say work your job orders, that means we're going to do a search based on that job order to find resumes that match the skills that you are looking for and send a notification out to all of them that there's a new job order in the system that they would qualify for. Now, you use Um, the term MoJobs. What is MoJobs? MoJobs is our labor exchange system for the state. It brings in job seekers who are on unemployment. Maybe they're drawing food stamps and they have to come in and enter their resumes into the system as part of keeping those benefits. But it also serves our our, our labor exchange system goes both ways. So we have to have employers in our system as well with active job orders that are currently looking for employees. And MoJobs is available both online or in person. It is. So if you want to access MoJobs, you can go to jobs.mo.gov, and up in the upper left-hand corner, there's a MoJobs login, and you would go there. Um, if you do not know your login information, I can throw a phone number out there for you to help somebody will help you get into the system. It is 866 506 0251. That is our customer support line. If you can't get into your account, they would be happy to help you get into your account. I know Lynn was having trouble last week and I sat down with them and we got him into his account. So we just need to know you need help and we're there for you. And then if you want to have some additional assistance, then you would go to your closest job center or call your closest job center and they can work with you whether you need to have job orders entered for you, all those employer services that we offer. We can we can set up hiring events with you. A lot of our job centers have walk-in Wednesdays, and they, they have two or three employers come in, and then they, whatever those types of jobs are, they, they recruit job seekers with those resumes to come in to meet with those employers. We can send out notifications through our system, In fact, this next week, we're doing a state agency job fair. So we're working with all of the state agencies who have many openings and just having a hiring event for them. So we could potentially have a contractor's hiring event. So, Jerry, if I go online and I go to the website that you mentioned, it's jobs.mo.gov. Am I correct? That is correct. Then what happens? I click in, I log in, I create an account, I go through the process of creating an account. What happens then? So we do have to vet all of our employers before their account is active. So you will be hearing from some member of my customer support team to say, hey, we saw that you've created an account in the MoJob system. We want to verify that it was you that created it. We have had some scammers. That's been a big thing since the pandemic. So we do have to make contact with, and it's whoever is put as the contact person on that account 
So if if it's going to be your HR person that that you want people talking to, then you would want to enter them as a contact person on your account because we have to speak with the contact person that created the account just to verify that it's a legitimate employer account. But after that, your account is active. We can start helping you post job orders. We can do any of the other employer services that we offer. And once I post a job, what happens to it then? What happens internally in your system once I post that job? So once you post a job, it becomes viewable to everybody in the system. And so if they run a job search, they can pull up your job and they can read all about it and they can actually apply for it through the system because when you enter a job order, you say how you would like that person to apply for your job. So it could be an internal application or like most employers do, they put a website that you would go to to do the the whole online application that's required through your company because each company has different requirements. Most of them require a resume and an online job application. So you can put that link right in your job order so they go directly to your link to fill out your online job application. And one of your big goals this year or going forward is to get more employers engaged Other than being on a podcast, talk about what you're doing to try to get more employers engaged and make sure that folks understand the service. So one thing that we've done is we've reached out to our friends over at the Department of Employment Security because they have employers that pay unemployment insurance. And so they're providing us with a list so we can do outreach to those employers and and tell them about our services we're scouring through the papers and the one at, you know the the online job forums and be seeing the employers that we don't currently engage with so we can reach out to them and say hey we just wanted you to know what services we have available that's above and beyond just a normal job posting who are some of your more successful users of the system who are some employers that use this system regularly and really have good luck with it well, Home Depot has been using our system, and you know, as you know, they have multiple locations around the state. We had Sneeders Trucking that was using it. They hire over-the-road truck drivers, and they've been using our system, along with Telify, which is a behavioral assessment within our system. They have their potential applicants that go through a behavioral assessment because it tells them where their strengths are and their weaknesses are, and it helps them make better choices when hiring people. Right now, the employers are facing a crisis, and they're they're getting very few applicants. So maybe not using that behavioral assessment so much now because they just need people to apply so they can hire them. Before the pandemic, when our unemployment rate was really low and there was lots of a big applicant pool, that Telify assessment helped them make better choices when it came to hiring the right person. Now, I also have in front of me a paper form a new employer registration slash job announcement form. What is that, and how do you use that? Okay, so we have this form available because we know that employers can be busy and may not have the time to go through our registration process through the MoJobs website. And so that paper application allows employers to just fill out the basic information we need to create an account for them and then it allows you to enter job order information. You fill out that form and then just also attach 
your job orders, and we can get those job orders entered for you. We just need the basic information that that form provides. It is a fillable form, so you can fill it out electronically and send it back to us. It's meant and designed to take some of the burden off of the employer, especially right now when a lot of our HR, they're pulling double duty. Their employers are working to fill their vacancies, and they don't have time to do all of the uh, the stuff that goes along with filling out an application, filling out a uh, registration in MoJobs. We want to take some of that burden off of you. So Lynn is the, this paper application, so it can be filled out, sent back, and we can we can enter you into our system. We'll do it all for you. Uh, Jerry, in regards to this paper form, I think what we're going to do is add that link at www.agcmo.org under our Workforce Development tab. So we'll be sure that our members can get access to that, can just make two clicks of their index finger, and they'll be right at the form. So we'll get that downloaded, put it on our website, and make it very straightforward so people can get right to it and get it right to you. Well, that sounds wonderful. Tell me about some costs that are associated with this. As I understand it, this is all paid through federal money, state money, federal money? Where, where does the money come to support all this operation? All of the money for the Missouri Job Centers are federal funds. Our services for employers are funded through the Wagner-Pizer Act, so all federal funds, completely free for all of our users. So as opposed to Indeed or LinkedIn or some of these other services, this is all provided, paid for already, how many folks are on your staff team to make this happen? So on my CSU team, we have five individuals, and then there are 12 employer relations and engagement team members. And they're all around the state? Or are you all based in Jefferson City, or how does that all work? They're all around the state. We, we are regionally located. We have also the ability to travel to any job center if you were wanting to have a job center uh, like a hiring event, but we also have in all of our 27 job centers people there that can also serve employers. When you go out to promote this, what sort of pushback do you get? Do you ever hear from people like, uh, I don't want to use it because X? Do you ever get that sort of pushback? So the biggest pushback we've gotten is that the system is, it, it can be a little cumbersome to use. And so that's why I wanted to make it very clear that, yes, the employer can use it on their own, but we want to be there to support any employer that needs the assistance but doesn't have time to, to mess with our system. We want to serve the customer, and that means we can, we can do that, all of that for you. And I will speak from personal experience in posting job openings for AGC of Missouri. I know that your staff has been super helpful. You yourself have been very helpful in walking through the initial setup and making sure that we could take advantage of this service because we're already paying for it. It's there for us to use. I imagine you have thousands of people in the system who are looking for employment. We have 480,000 job seekers in our system currently. That's a lot. We are also in the process of skilling a lot of these individuals up. They're in, in education and training programs. If you're looking for a specific skill set, 
meet with one of your local job centers and talk about the skills that you're looking for and see if, if they have anybody in those specific trainings coming out that we could create a pipeline for you. One of the things that was really surprising to me, because I looked at the list of employers who are signed up for this, very few construction companies are signed up for it, and I think that is something that a lot of our folks could really take advantage of. Oh, definitely, definitely. We, we want to continue building out the, the trainings and, and credentials that we offer, and I know personally when I worked at the Jefferson City Job Center, I, I did a lot of work with our carpenters union that was right down the street. Um, we did some testing for them. They, they required certain scores on tests, uh, the work keys assessment, and we would work with them to get their potential applicants through that testing for them at no, at no cost to them. So this works for trades people, it works for professional people, it works across the board, just whatever job openings I have, fill out a form, go online, call your staff, and I can take advantage of this and start looking for people tomorrow and tap into nearly half a million people who are looking for work. Yeah, we encourage any employer that's looking for workers to to reach out. Let us help you with that search. We want you to know that you're not alone in this uncertain time. You're not alone. We want to help. So, Jerry, at the end of the day, I know you're getting some promotional materials together. What's your closing statement to encourage people to just take five minutes and learn about this? Where do I go again? What do I do? Who do I call? Jobs.mo.gov will get you so much information about what the Office of Workforce Development does, including all of the employer services that we provide. Don't hesitate to ask questions. Maybe we offer something that you're not seeing and you're interested in. Ask questions. It may be that, hey, it's in the development phase and we're almost there. So there are so many opportunities out there right now with federal funding to to get our job seekers where you need them to be. Ask questions. Go to jobs.mo.gov and Get your employer form filled out so you can be in the system so we can start helping you today. Jerry, I appreciate the work you're doing. I appreciate all the work that the Missouri Department of Higher Education and Workforce Development is doing. I know you have a lot of challenges ahead of you. I know that dealing with a state the size of Missouri and all the different businesses you have is challenging, but we want to make sure through this message that we encourage folks to take advantage of a system that's out there waiting to help them. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on today, Lynn. I I am so appreciative of the opportunity to, to talk to all the employers that is part of your association. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks again for listening. It's easy to subscribe to iPodcast AGCMO on almost any podcast platform that you use. We hope you do subscribe and continue to listen as we move forward with this important project for the construction industry. To access our prior podcasts, visit www.agcmo.org, not only for podcasts, but for additional information about AGC of Missouri.